Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, my friends, I'm so glad that you are with me on another edition of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Super excited to have a new friend of mine, Joshua Mills, here today, who has got a brand new book among many books, but a great one that I was excited about called Creative Glory. And Joshua, so glad, man, that you're here today and and to share what God's got on your heart about this. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be with you, Matt. Looking forward to our conversation today. Absolutely. So I know a lot of folks will recognize your name, and then some folks will be like, who is this guy? I never heard of him. So <laughs> kind of give us the, the thumbnail sketch of who you are, what you do in the kingdom, and, and that sort of thing. And then we'll kind of jump into some of your backstory. Um, that is difficult to give a thumbnail sketch. I've been <laughs> around for, I've been ministering for 25 years, um, and we have been all over the world. My wife, Janet, and I travel the nations, more than 80 nations around the world. Um, we I have written a ton of books, like over 30. I stopped counting at 30 and um, had started in the ministry through the ministry of praise and worship. So doing a lot of music, um, writing songs, ministering as a worship leader, traveling with other evangelists. And so that's kind of how I got into the ministry. But I've always considered myself a creative ever since I was real young. Yeah, I was super creative. It wasn't until I was 16 years old that the Holy Spirit got a hold of me, even though I grew up in the church, born, raised in the church at the age of 16, I had this dynamic encounter with the Holy Spirit that really changed everything. The Holy Spirit began to teach me how to play the piano, began to teach me about praise and worship, began to give me new songs to sing. And that was kind of the introduction to the ministry that I'm still doing to this day. And now I find myself teaching a lot, instructing a lot. Um, I'm currently based in Birmingham, Alabama, working at Kingsway Bible college, um, where I get to teach the kids and activate them in the things of the Holy spirit. So that's exciting, but my new book is creative glory. And so I've just got this, this word burning on my heart about God releasing his creative glory, his glory into the creative arts, his glory, igniting people to, um, work and cooperate with him in these days. It's so good. So as I was reading the book and just trying to get ready for this, I was like, we should so be friends because <laughs> I do. I so related to you talking about Ruth Ward Heflin. And I wow. remember for me, I, I'm 48. So I, I grew up in the Methodist church and uh, my yeah. mom was a worship pastor and musician. So grew up in all that. I was a worship leader for a long time. And um, back in the, I guess, mid nineties, uh, right when Brownsville started, a friend of mine who's assembly God youth pastor said, Matt, you sound yeah. just like, this guy, Lyndall Cooley, that leads worship down at the at the revival. And I was like, oh, wow. revival? I said, yeah, we got two revivals, the spring revival and the fall revival. He said, oh, no. <laughs> right. he, said, he said, you don't understand. And that kind of threw me into this, this incredible world that we've been in ever since of, of encountering the presence of God and the glory of God. And I, I just wow. so related to what you said about, you know, her words of, you know, worship or praise until the spirit of worship comes, worship to the glory comes and stand in the glory. And there's just, there's nothing like an encounter in his presence. And I love that that is, that's really what I think when I think of you is what's marked you is 
no matter what you're talking about, it all centers in his presence and in an encounter yeah, in the glory. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my life message is speaking about the glory of God. And, you know, you mentioned Ruth Ward Heflin. She wrote a lot of books about the glory. Yeah, she wrote Glory, Revival Glory, River Glory, Golden Glory, all these glory books. And then she went on into glory. She, she left us all and just went up into glory. And she's been there, you know, dancing on the streets of gold. And, and uh, but I don't think that the message of the glory was complete when she left the earth. I think there's yeah. still so many more glory books to be written um, by different people who were touched through her life and who are being touched by the glory in these days. And so I really felt a mandate from the spirit to kind of pick up on that mantle of what Sister Ruth left us. And I wrote the book, Creative Glory, which is, you know, some people want to probably want to know what the glory is. That's the nature, the character, the essence of who God is. And when we speak about creative glory, we're speaking about the creative aspect of who he is. And something that I think is amazing, Matt, is the fact that when God introduces us to himself through his word in Genesis chapter one, verse one, There's so many things that God could have said about himself. Like he could have said, I am omnipotent. I'm all powerful. I'm omniscient. I know everything. There could be so many things that are said about God, but he instead reveals to us through his word in the beginning, God created. Yeah. The very first way we're introduced to God is as creator. And yet how many believers or people have all these other crazy ideas about who God is <laughs> and they don't know him as creator. Right, right. He wants us to know him as creator because um, if we understand that he is a creator and that he's the one that's given birth to everything that's good and beautiful and pure, then we are given the invitation to enter into that divine creativity yep. Yep. and begin creating with God. I was just, I was sharing with you before the call, I was just teaching at the YWAM base out in Kona last week and uh-huh. talking about this very subject. And, I, and we're just, I, I was highlighting all throughout scripture and all throughout, you know, just teaching about the kingdom. How would it reframe right. your view of the kingdom and what God had for you? If you saw the whole thing in the context of this is a, an artist who's written this story, invited you into the right. process and, and given you this opportunity to co-labor with him. It, it really is. I think for all of us that are creatives, finally, it's like, yes, Somebody's getting this. <laughs> it's so liberating. Yeah, it gives yeah. us freedom and permission to be everything God created us to be and to do everything that he's called us to do. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the area where maybe in the past creatives have been extremely hurt in church circles or religious groups because they felt like they have to sit down, put their seatbelt on, sure. be confined, boxed in. And God never created those boxes around us. He didn't. He created us. And the Bible says that he gives his spirit without measure. So it's unlimited. And the creative glory of God, um, the the whole intention of God's creative glory is to bring us into that unlimited realm, that unlimited flow. Yeah. Creativity just explodes out of our lives and explodes on the scene to give him glory and to make him known. And that's what I think is so exciting about the days that we're living in right now that people like you, Matt are going out there and giving creatives permission to be who God created them to be. And you're mentoring them in these divine, divinely creative endeavors. Um, 
to, to go all the way into it and not look back and to go beyond where people have been and do more than what others have done before. It's so exciting. Yeah. Well, I, I just love too. you know, I saw that in the book you're talking about even receiving provision. And I think that's one of the things yeah, and right that we, you know, value so much is that this, this starving artist mentality that we know is a, is a curse right out of the, of the, the Genesis uh-huh. curse and Cain and all that. And, and you know, I, I love, though, that people are starting to get a revelation and we're teaching, you're teaching that God's designed you to receive your provision through your yeah. divine design, through this unique assignment that he's called you. And if that's being an artist, that doesn't, that doesn't make, any, make any difference that that provision can flow just as abundantly and just as fully um, through you. And um, talk about that a little bit, because I know that when people think about the glory of God and think about the manifest presence of God, a lot of times people have a lot of religious hangups when it comes to financial end of things and and that sort of thing. And yet I look back at my own life. It was when I got healed and and whole and started walking in the fullness of of my identity in him. And then started embracing that unique design and then listening to his voice as I walked in the marketplace and seeing those double doors of favor, that's when I could start to receive his provision. And it was like, it's not either or it's, it's this beautiful kingdom package of what happens when you co-labor. And as you say, walk in the, in the creative glory, right? Well, I think the key is what you just said, co-laboring with God, right? So the Bible says with God, all things are possible. And we focus on the, all things are possible part, but we forget that it starts with, with With God. God. (laughs) And so when we get our life on track with God and we begin collaborating with him and, and allowing the spirit to lead us and to guide us and to direct us, that's where we really find ourselves moving into the realms of his glory, his creative glory. And the Bible says in Philippians 419 that my God shall supply for all of your need according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. And so we know that in the glory there is unlimited supply. I think in the past, artists have been starving because of a limited mindset, a poverty mindset, like you you called it a curse. I mean, yep. it absolutely is. Um, that whole thought of not being able to do what you were created to do. The truth is, the scripture says that God has given us everything we need for life and for godliness. Yeah. And it's actually all right in here. And for those who are called of the Lord. And listen, when we talk about creative glory, people think, oh, well, that must be for the all the artistic folks. Creative glory is for everybody. Yeah, those on. who would consider themselves to be super artistic, which I would consider myself to be one of those. You would consider yourself to be one of those. But there's a lot in the church, a lot of people who love Christ, who would say, I'm not creative at all. I don't even have a creative bone in my body. Well, if we recognize that God is the creator and that the seed produces after its kind. Yep, the God yep. seed in us has given us the creative potential of the heavens. So if we recognize that, then we have to discern that what the enemy told us was a lie, that we weren't creative. Actually, every bone in our body is creative. Everything about who we are is creative. It's just that everybody has a different expression of that. Yeah, yeah. So there are divine expressions of creative glory that we're coming into now that in the past, maybe we didn't look at them as being creative or we, we thought of ourselves as not being a creative person. But when we get on God's plan and God's agenda and we begin to believe his word, suddenly we realize, wow, he's given me creative strategy. Even if it's yeah. like working with numbers, you know, some of the most analytical people could actually be creative people because they're Absolutely. coming 
and they're finding solutions and they're giving breakthroughs in mathematical ways or scientific ways. There's creative glory comes to bring us into the provision of God. Yeah. And with God, we will prosper with God. The provision of God will overflow. And when you actually get to the place of finally doing what you're called to do, that's where the provision comes and you don't have to go looking for it. It comes looking for you. Really? I totally agree. I I tell artists all the time. I said, if you're struggling with finances, pretty much hundred percent is because you've been looking for your provision in a place that God yeah. never designed you to receive yeah. it. And, um, you know, I love what you're talking about, Joshua, because I wrote a book years ago called creativity, according to the kingdom. And just this idea that creativity is not extra. It's actually how the kingdom works. This idea yes. that we, God's designed us to see and agree with him and then release that into the earth. And like, just like you're saying, whether you're in business or whether you're in art. And I, I, I think, it's interesting. I'd be just interested in get your take on this because in 2009, the kind of what happened in my life, I was, you know, broke, busted and disgusted, went through a lot of healing, yeah. all this. God brought me back to a place of calling and ministry in 2009 and woke me up two mornings in a row with a Jason Upton song, Lion of Judah, raise wow. up an army, raise up an army. And I went down to my basement at 3.09 in the morning, opened up Joel 3.9 which talks about raising up an army. And the Lord said, I've called you as a father to artists to go to the nations and raise up an army of artists to reveal my glory in the earth. And so we've been doing that ever since through, you know, all the, all the stuff that we do. And people often ask me, they're like, well, Matt, you know, what is this thing about artists? And, you know, yes, I think the the arts reveal God's glory. And and yes, but I, I think even more, it's almost like artists are used to this process of seeing and agreeing. We're used to uh-huh. seeing something that's not believing it, you know, even though it's not right yeah. now, bringing that into the earth realm, expressing that, and then seeing transformative experiences yeah. happen. And I'm like, that's how the kingdom's designed to work and with everybody. And I think that God's raising yeah. up artists. And as you're saying, this creative glory, almost as forerunners to, to yeah, wake people up to this process of, Hey, this is normal for everybody. This is this is how the kingdom gets in the earth, (laughs) whether you're an artist or not. I love the scripture in Hebrews chapter 11, verse three, where it speaks about in the beginning, God, um, you know, basically creating the whole universe. And it says that he didn't create it from that which was visible, but he took up the invisible. Now, then that invisible realm, that's the glory realm. It's invisible to people who don't have eyes to see in the spirit. And as artists, like you said, you know, artists see beyond. They see into the invisible realm. And really, it's the gift of God that begins to download visions, download ideas, uh, give us dreams, give us blueprints, um, all kinds of different creative things are downloaded to our spirit, but then it's from our spirit. In our spirit, it's still invisible. It's visible to us, but it's invisible to the people beside us. It's it's invisible to people around us, but it's visible to us. But then that's our responsibility is to take what's on the screen of our hearts and then begin to put it into manifestation. And that's the way that God created the world. He took those words and he began to speak them out. And as soon as he was willing to speak it and come into agreement, like you said, with it, then all of a sudden the worlds are formed. And as artists, we are forming worlds in this day. We are as creatives, we are forming new worlds. And I think this is God's answer for 
the problems that we're dealing with yes. in the earth right now. There, there's things that we're facing today that we would have never dreamed we would be facing. Mm. There's difficulty, there's challenges, there's trials, there's, there's great opposition, obstacles that we have to overcome, but God doesn't leave his people stranded. That's right. God's never forsaken his people. And so he's giving us creative glory as a strategy for moving forward into everything that he's prepared. And we get to be in, in an essence, pioneers, yeah. forerunners. Yeah. We get to be the ones that are at the, at the front of this whole thing, uh, you know, with God laying down a pathway yeah. for Absolutely. others to follow. You know, you, you mentioned something and I, I want to, dig into it a little bit deeper. We, we talk about this, this concept, a lot of doing things for God versus with God. Um, sure. That, that God's not looking for more servants. <laughs> he's not looking for more people to get out there and work the fields and all that, but he, he's looking for sons and daughters that are willing to co-labor with him. And yeah, I know, you know, you as somebody that operates in the presence of God and the glory and being a worship leader previously and me the same way. It's like, I've been in a lot of church services where, where I thought God was there, but he wasn't, <laughs> you know, I was doing a lot for him trying to work it up. Mm-hmm. And, and um, as opposed to being able to feel the the supernatural flow of, of his presence. Mm-hmm. And we know that same thing in our art and in our, in our work, I, I'm just interested in your concept of doing things for him versus with him, because the creative glory is not something that you just can, you know, turn on and go, I'm going to do this for God and bless you know, right. my Christian responsibility. Right. But this is an, an intuitive, emotive, uh, you know, yeah. connected process, a submitted process with him. So talk about those two, kind of the juxtaposition of four versus versus with. I think you, you really hit the nail on the head when you said, you know, you don't turn this thing on. If anything, actually, you try to turn yourself off. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you've got to almost, you just got to disconnect from all those natural senses that pull you in a million different directions and get to that place where your heart is open to the spirit of God and you begin to yield. And Mm -hmm. in my life, when I've tried to do things for God, (laughs) they might have a measure of success, but it doesn't go very far. It doesn't right. go very far. And it's not like it's a bad thing, you know, because you're doing it for you're trying to do good yeah. things for God, but they can almost become a waste of your time or um, just occupy time that would be so much better spent following the leading of the spirit. That's so good. It's in those times when I give myself to worship and I'm just soaking in the spirit, totally relaxed in the presence of God. It's, it's like a, the only way I can describe it, it's like just a a waterfall of ideas. Yeah, yeah. A waterfall of creativity just begins to fall over my spirit. And it's like, there's so much in there. And all of a sudden, you know, when I come out of that, I have to write, 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 write. <laughs> um, but as I begin to move into those things that God's given me that I know are divine assignments, it's oftentimes in that journey I, I, I don't necessarily understand how it's all going to unfold or how the whole concept will come together, but God will give me one step. And generally it comes by just the gentle nudges, right? Like just this feeling of, I just need to do this. I don't know why, but this is where I need to go. This is who I need to reach out to. Um, This is the step I need to take. And in doing that, once I get there, then the next step comes to begin to fulfill the process of 
what God is wanting to accomplish through me. But that's the way that I really am led by the spirit. Sure. Begin to create with God. I remember, oh gosh, back in the day, like 2007, I had put together a, a praise and worship album I was wanting to record, spent a lot of money, like thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, getting the right record in the right studio, the right musicians, yeah, yeah. Um, the right producer, just er- the right graphic artist. I mean, just the whole thing. It was a lot of money and it took probably about a, a year and a half to put that album together. And I was doing it because it felt like it was a good thing to do, but that album never really went anywhere, never went really far. And yet there, there was another album that that same year that it was just like, I just had this knowing I just need to sit down at the piano and just play some instrumental piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I did. So I called up my friend, Steve Swanson, and I said, hey, can I come down to your studio in just south of Phoenix, Arizona? And he said, yeah. And we arranged a day and I went there for the morning, maybe into midway through the afternoon and literally just sat at the piano, played a few things. He recorded it. He quickly mixed it together. It wasn't difficult because it was just the right, piano. Right. And then he. Uh, mastered the project. I think the whole thing was done within like two days, the entire project. It cost me $500 to record, you know, just studio time and just um, maybe that was even the gas getting to the studio. Right, so right. Like, it was crazy. It was so cheap. And that album has gone on to be my best selling album of all time called Spirit Spa, which people listen to. They've listened to that since 2007 nonstop all over the world. That that album has gone everywhere. And, you know, creatives listen to it as they're, they're painting Um, doctors and nurses listen to it in the medical offices. Teachers are using the classroom. And yet that was like, so to me, that was one of the ultimate experiences of following the spirit in a creative endeavor. Even the name he gave me spirit spot for that project. That was just like a, it just dropped in my spirit and that was it. And I knew that was the name. And um, that project went on to become so successful. Whereas the other one that I felt like I was really doing good things for the Lord, I spent a lot of money and it never really went that far. Yeah. So I think the best things we can do are when we follow the spirit proof of us being children of God is that we follow the spirit. The Bible says the sons and daughters of God, those that are children of God, will follow the spirit of God. They're led by the spirit. Yeah. That's so good. I'm just thinking about so many times in, our, in my life, the same kind of story, except just like, mm-hmm. why did this work? And that didn't, why did this right. flow so easily? And that, that did not. I'm also, I'm also thinking that, you know, when you, when you do things like that, this CD project, you know, the piano project that you talked about that, that doesn't make sense. And then it takes off. It begins to give you faith. That's how faith builds, yeah. right? That when God's, God gives you those little ideas, the more you can say yes to those and keep taking yeah. those steps, you you realize that, hey, this thing in the kingdom is a lot more simple than we make it. It's just it about is. saying yes to those those things that the Holy Spirit's showing us along the way, rather than feeling like we got to have this whole big plan uh, manufactured and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, Joshua, totally. I love all that you carry, man. I, I know that folks are going to want to get in touch with you, grab the book. Of course, we're going to have the link uh, here in the show notes so that folks can get that. But um, thank you. two things. Number one, give us your website. So, cause I know I want everybody to get all the resources that you have. Number okay. two, um, I love, we love to have fathers and mothers on this podcast and we love for you to release what God's 
God's put on you and in you so that you we can get it out to this army of artists that God's raising up globally. And so I'd love for you to just release whatever the Lord would have you release into folks today and just uh, pray an impartation of this creative glory. Awesome. Well, first of all, the website's really easy. It's just my name, joshuamills.com. And uh, all of our resources are there. I've written a ton of books and lots of soaking albums and stuff like that. And of course, you can also get the books everywhere that they're sold online. Um, And also the digital soaking music is available everywhere that music is digitally downloaded and streamed. So that's pretty simple. Um, But I would love to pray for everybody and just release just a massive impartation because God is flowing in his creative glory. It's accessible for us. It's available for us. And he's wanting us to enter all the way into what he's doing so that we can see the greatest days ahead. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, Lord, I just thank you for those that are watching uh, today on this podcast on the Lord, I just thank you for filling them with fresh faith. Yes, Lord, I thank you for the release of your spirit's anointing, the empowerment to do and accomplish everything that you've created them to do and accomplish. And Lord, we invite your creative glory to come and just begin to overtake us. We submit and yield to the flow of your spirit that your creative solutions, your creative ideas, that the creative dreams of heaven would become our reality, Lord, that we would begin to move into what you have thought of. And then we would be those that would begin to co-create with you here on the earth. Lord, I thank you for new avenues, new divine doors of opportunity. I thank you for divine connections. Yes, God. Lord, I, Lord, I thank you that your glory is a connector. Mm-hmm. And even in these days ahead, that there's going to be greater connection for greater creativity. Yeah. Lord, I thank you for it. Lord, I thank you that you're raising up those that would begin to cooperate and partner with you, mm-hmm. that your kingdom will be made manifest here on the earth. Yeah. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Man, this has been too fun. I just uh, went by too fast. The heck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Joshua, for being on today. And guys, be sure to go and click the links that are here uh, in the show notes so you can take advantage of, of all that Joshua is doing online and print audio stuff. And um, man, thanks so much for being on today. It's been a real pleasure to get to know you more. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.